unable to stay in one spot, interested in 74,747,484 subjects at once, called the most vivacious and lively child by teachers. And I'm sure I would have been on Ritalin had it been available at the time when I was growing up. Hello, dear human. This is Dawn from 451. In case you're wondering what I'm yapping about, it's today's topic, attention. As always, I've chosen a topic that is relevant to me, so forgive me if I'm that kind of unusual stranger who wears their heart on the sleeve, but I have always struggled with keeping attention. Life just seems too full of interesting things, and I've always wanted it all. All at once most of the time. Don't get me wrong, I do enjoy it. However, with the rise of attention economy, I've noticed that it has been increasingly harder to stick to the things that really bring me joy, like watching a long serious film, reading a book, or even meditating. And I know for a fact that I am not the only one. Are you this person too? Let's start with the attention economy, in case you're new to this. Well, surprisingly, the term is relatively old and was not coined at the time of social media as we know it, which, if you ask me, seems a bit counterintuitive. The idea of The attention economy was first theorized by a Nobel Prize winner, economist and psychologist Herbert Alexander Simon. And are you ready for this? In the 70s. He wrote that, and I'm quoting here, in an information-rich world, the wealth of information means a death of something else, a scarcity of whatever it is that information consumes. What information consumes is rather obvious. It consumes the attention of its recipients. Hence, a wealth of information creates a poverty of attention and a need to allocate the attention efficiently among the overabundance of information sources that might consume it. And I don't know about you, but when I first read it, it blew my mind. Was this man a clairvoyant? Another name that I'd like to drop here is Kevin Kelly, the founding executive editor of Wired magazine and a digital culture expert. A smart man who has stated that in the modern attention economy, we've been shifting from products that are costly to produce towards adding the value to the products using the intangibles that cannot be produced at any cost. I know it sounds a bit complicated, but to make it clearer, here are a few of the aforementioned intangibles. Accessibility, you can access it anywhere, anytime, like online courses or the ability to order stuff online. Next one is personalization, like Facebook ads and your newsfeed on Facebook or Instagram. After that goes findability, how easy it is for you to find it in the informational chaos. And finally, immediacy, how quickly you can access it. And do you know what? TikTok is a great example of that, if you think. 
seeing that it ticks all the boxes above, no wonder it was used more than Google last year. Okay, but the question is, what about the money? What is the business model here? Cash for eyeballs is a good phrase to describe it, I think. Briefly, a great example could be Spotify. So you can either pay by buying a subscription or by listening to ads. In other words, your attention. I will not surprise anyone by saying this, but Facebook and Instagram cashes out on, for example, Hanses from Germany attention by placing personalized ads. And if the same Hans is a business owner, by offering a service of showing his ads to the right audience. As media theorist Douglas Rushkoff once said, on Facebook, no matter, we're not the customers. We are the product. And it's a very deep rabbit hole to go into, so I won't this time, but is the main concept clear? Good. Let's move to a more personal level. What makes it so hard for us to stay away from the screens? And the answer is dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. Contrary to the common beliefs, it's not a hormone, but a neurotransmitter that plays a role in how we feel pleasure as well as other body functions like blood flow or sleep. The interesting part here is that it is not only released when something pleasurable happens to us, but when we expect it to happen. It is actually a cycle. For example, we anticipate that we're going to find something funny on TikTok. We open the app, boom, a super funny TikTok that you send to all your friends. That's your reward. Lesson learned. Go to TikTok if you want to find something funny. You do that again, and that's what's called reinforcement. It's a cycle of anticipation, reward, and reinforcement. The more we do it, the stronger the pathways in our brain become, the easier it is for us to repeat something. Moreover, we're all biologically wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Let's say natural levels of dopamine come from the so-called naturalistic rewards as food, sex, social activities and delayed gratification. So how come we keep exchanging sex, social activities and sometimes even food or sleep for screen time? Well, because it's, it's a highly stimulatory environment that reinforces the cycle rather quickly and Suddenly, normal life can seem rather dull. And honestly, if you want to hear more how certain apps and online tools have been created, just watch Social Dilemma on Netflix to hear more. And to get back to the point of seemingly dull life, there is even a name for when we reach that stage. It's called Reward Deficiency Syndrome. And to be frank, the more I've read about it, um, I just couldn't stop thinking that we're all suffering from, from it at least a bit. But again, I'm not a doctor of any kind, so I'm not going to be diagnosing anyone soon. What is interesting, though, is that many different studies have shown that excessive non-academic or non-professional use of the internet was associated with lower occupational performance. Because 
excessive use of the internet, especially now that we have smartphones with all the pings and buzz and boing, distorts time and inhibits delayed gratification. In a nutshell, we've been getting used to quick pleasures. Naturally, the next question is, what can we do to avoid selling our attention? I will now share the things that have helped me. And if you're someone like me who struggles with attention, well, just keep in mind that it's something you have to come back to over and over again and remind yourself to get back to these practices. So, as mentioned before, maybe let's limit internet use for non-academic or non-professional purposes. I'm not saying quit it for good, but maybe TikTok is not that necessary, is it? There are tools, I'm sure, even on your phone that can tell you when you've spent a set amount of time on a certain app. Let's use it. Another thing that can be helpful but rather unpleasant is dopamine fasting. It's a practice that is super useful in cases when you kind of feel hooked on your phone or Netflix. What you need to do is to stop doing things that rapidly increase your dopamine levels for 24 hours. No phone, no sex, no TV, no smoking, no drugs, no food, no coffee, no reading, even no intense sport. I've done this myself and let me tell you this, after a day like this, it's somehow easier to do things without procrastinating. It almost seems disgusting to consume as much media as you did 24 hours ago. You will feel somewhat lighter and even more conscientious. Hard, but highly recommended. Then, and I know that it has probably been overused, but guys, meditation. I'm pretty much incapable of doing it myself, so I use Sam Harris's guided meditation. It sometimes helps me to fall asleep if I have a busy day, for example. I will leave the link in the description for you to try. What happens during that meditation is you become more aware what your attention is shifting towards. It's interesting to notice, but what you're also doing is you're training your focus. I can't recommend it enough, to be honest. And finally, in case you'd like to dig more into the topic, I suggest you read Peak Mind, Find Your Focus, Own Your Attention, Invest 12 Minutes a Day, which does sound like a catchy, lame book, but let me assure you, it is definitely not. You will also find the link in the description. Thanks for listening, really. If you like what you've just heard, Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn at 451pod.